Hi, I'm your host, Dave Kemp, and this is Future Ear Radio. Each episode, we're breaking down one new thing, one cool new finding that's happening in the world of hearables, the world of voice technology. How are these worlds starting to intersect? How are these worlds starting to collide? What cool things are going to come from this intersection of technology? Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Okay, so we're joined here today by Dave Coppathorn of Hearing Tracker. Dave, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes, I've been working with Abram Bailey at Hearing Tracker for the last uh, year or so as content director. Previously, I had a blog called Hearing Mojo, which some people in the industry followed. Uh, I've had hearing loss uh, for over 15 years, and it was progressive hearing loss that went from very, very mild to profound. And I, uh, several years ago, just got uh, cochlear implants. So I've been through the whole process from uh, very mild hearing loss with CIC hearing aids, uh, all the way to, uh, to implants and pretty much everything in between. So uh, I try to bring all those experiences to writing about the products, technologies, and strategies hearing professionals use to help people with hearing loss. And we try to connect people with hearing loss or come to our site to the resources they need, the products and professionals and other, other things that are available. Yeah, that's great. So the reason I wanted to bring Dave on today, um, as some of you may have seen recently, uh, the Starkey Expo just took place uh, out in Vegas. And, um, you know, the, over, the, uh, over the span of three days or so, um, you know, made a lot of waves on social media, it looked like a really exciting event, lots of uh, great product announcements, lots of great keynote speakers that they had there. Um, so Dave was in attendance, and I wanted to bring him on to just kind of talk through um, the whole expo and what stood out in his mind. So Dave, why don't we just start right there? Why don't you start with something or a particular topic that um, really stood out in your mind f- coming out of the expo? Yeah, I think St- uh, Starkey, uh, every two years, has all, all of the audiologists, people who sell Starkey hearing aids, uh, come to a big big sales rally, basically. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, there were 3,400 uh, attendees, and it was a tr- pretty spectacular affair in Las Vegas. Um, I guess my, and I'd been following Starkey for a long time, but never had direct exposure that way to, to their their team, their executives, and how they, how they run things. And uh, I guess the thing that I can't, most impressed me was their their commitment to this, they, they call it healthable uh, technology, uh, uh, really emphasizing the health benefits of getting hearing loss treated with really good hearing aids. And they wove that message into everything they did. So it wasn't, uh, you know, the first thing Brandon Swalich said was, you know, this isn't about selling hearing aids or making profits. It's about helping people. If you help the people in the way you've learned how and it, with the products we, we, we make available, um, the rest will follow. And they, they were pretty consistent with that message straight through. So that, that, was, that was really good to, good, good to hear. Uh, the other thing was new product. They, they introduced uh, a custom version of their Livio AI technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Livio Edge AI, and it's a very small custom uh, hearing aid that gives you all the benefits of the Livio AI uh, technology that's been they introduced two years ago and has proven to be very popular uh, with them. So um, 
it, it, it was uh, it was a good conference, and uh, uh, you know, I, I guess the big takeaway though was they're, they're really going to zero in on on health. In fact, they they just brought in and announced uh, Chief uh, Health Officer mm-hmm. um, Arshel Giorgio, who was at United Health before that. She's a real top level person in the industry, and they're focusing on things like hearing uh, hearing aids. Uh, helping prevent the onset of dementia and that sort of thing, which are, you know, clearly very important to baby boomer um, uh, consumers. So that's kind of where they're coming from. Yeah. So, I mean, just from uh, my perspective or my vantage when I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing all this unfold, I I thought that the, um, you know, I think that this whole uh, path that Starkey's been taking um, is really interesting, you know, really emphasizing this idea that a hearing aid can be um, serving a, a secondary purpose, which is um, all of the health tracking and, um, you know, through the Thrive app, visualizing that data. And I thought that a really interesting development with this is, you know, now that you sort of are capturing that data routinely, and for those that don't know, this Thrive app, what it's basically doing is it's capturing uh, two sets of data. It's capturing all of the different data from the inertial sensors, so the accelerometer and the gyroscope, uh, much in the same way that like a Fitbit would. And then it's also going to be capturing a lot of the actual hearing aid uh, data. So the, you know, the sound, the acoustic settings that you're walking in and out of, um, you know, basically how how often you're in new challenging acoustic environments. Um, and, and essentially what it's doing is it's taking these two Uh, different sets of data and it's creating um, sort of like an aggregate score for you each day. And I think that's really interesting in and of itself, but I saw that they kind of took it to another level this year where now if you're a caregiver, say you're a, um, you know, you're the son or the daughter, you're the grandson, the granddaughter, just some third party caregiver um, for your loved one, you can now have access to that information. And for me, that's actually a really interesting development because now you're starting to get into um, more or less remote monitoring and making sure like, you know, you can say, hey, mom, why aren't you wearing your hearing aids? You know, like, hey, mom, are you getting out of the house? And so you have that insight into the way that they're actually using their data and you're not just reliant on their answers. You actually have data to back it up now. So I thought that was a really interesting development. Yeah, it's 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 huge actually, and 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 um, the 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 really cool thing is with the new hearing aids, the and and future generations of these sensor-based hearing aids, mm-hmm. they'll be able to collect that much more information. So right now, it's uh, it's a lot of stuff. It's fit, fitness, like steps, uh, the time you spend exercising, mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, social stuff like social engagement that can really sense uh, when someone's actively involved with others uh, versus sitting at home alone. Uh, it can sense things like falls and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, very, very important from a uh, caregiver's perspective and a care and you can opt in or opt out you know allow different caregivers to follow uh and it's very got very easy they've actually updated the thrive app to make it much easier to use it's much more intuitive uh so uh it's it's you know if if i'm a caretaker worried about my you know uh, father or grandparent you know few hundred miles away it's just a it's it's a phenomenal thing and I, and it really does work from what i could tell so that's you know that's that's one really interesting uh, 
uh, piece. Uh, the, the social engagement, by the way, uh, they're, they're tying that right into all the research that's been done on onset of dementia and, you know, loneliness as, a, as an epidemic and yep. all kinds of things. So it, it, all, it all weaves together with the technology. You know, I think such an interesting thing with uh, wearables in general is, um, you know, it's a it's a multifaceted thing. So it's one thing t- from, a, you know, the hardware standpoint to collect the data, but then there's this whole nother step that is making sense of the data and creating um, actionable insight from that data. And I think that broadly speaking, wearables in general are are graduating into that next evolution we've already seen about a decade of um you know rather rudimentary uh wearables from you know the like first generation fitbits all the way to really sophisticated apple watches that we're wearing today and i think that what starkey's really on the cutting edge of is that second step of creating actionable insights and so for example um, where I think this ultimately can go is creating proactive notifications for the user. So we're already seeing that they're collecting the type of data that could um, indicate, you know, a, a higher propensity toward um, social isolation and, and the things that that leads to. So this is where I think it gets really interesting where you have, you know, this not only do you have the Thrive app that's affiliated with the user, but you also have these third parties connected so that you create a network of notifications saying, you know, the, the user that you're caring for, your, the, the person that you're in charge of um, hasn't left their home in three days um, or they've fallen down, you know, these different things. And so I think that we're now actually getting to the point to where we're doing stuff with this data beyond just gamifying it and saying, this is how many steps you've walked. Um, We're getting into that. And I think that there's so much potential here. You know, we're already seeing that they have a heart rate sensor in Livio AI. I know that's the Valencell PPG sensor. That's going to be capable of um, capturing more and more metrics as time goes on. So you can see how from a health standpoint, it can notify you of threats to your health. From a social standpoint, it can notify you or your loved ones of the data that, you know, the findings within the data. So it really, this idea of a healthable, um, you know, this idea that they, these are going to be dual purpose devices or multi-purpose devices serving the role of um, these sort of like proactive um, agents on your own behalf, you know, sort of alerting you to the things that it's finding in that data and visualizing it and representing it in, in easy to digest ways. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that the uh, the AI component is and the machine learning component mm-hmm. is is real. It's coming along. Uh, Achim Bomek, the CTO, gave yep. a really an excellent presentation on not just where it is today, where artificial intelligence is today, sensor-based machine learning, but where it will be in two years, five years. And it's just you know, stunning what the possibilities are. Uh, but even, even today, the real-time uh, AI is, is really interesting. They've got a, a Livio Edge has what they call edge mode now, and you can do a double tap on your uh, hearing aid, and it, and it goes into a mode where it uh, gives you gives you a boost in a challenging environment, but actually uh, senses what's going on in the environment and adjusts everything to that. So that the, the, if it's a you know if, if you're at a sporting event, it's different than if you're in a uh, at a cocktail mm-hmm. party, uh, and it's and it's analyzing those scenes and 
immediately uh, adjusting. You know, yeah. that, that, was, that was impossible without the sampling that, that you could have, that you can have now with artificial intelligence machine learning. And so it's all being built into the process. And it's, this is just the tip of the iceberg, you know, of what could be uh, uh, over, over the next couple of years. It's going yeah. to be exciting. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, I you know, I, I, was, I wasn't sure if that, you know, Livio AI Edge, if that was in reference to edge computing and the idea that you're just basically processing on the device itself. And I know I've seen like um, Brandon and I think Achen talk about integrated circuits. So I figured that this sort of might be the first foray into that. A lot of people listening might not be familiar with edge computing, but it's basically think of the cloud as uh, you send something up to the cloud and then there's a little bit of a period of latency. Um, edge would actually be on the device itself processing it. So yeah, I didn't know if that's that was a, in reference to that. That's exactly what they're, in fact, that's uh, Achen, you know, uh, led with with that mm. whole idea of edge computing and gotcha. when he brought out representatives from from google and apple uh the whole point is that uh and they, they're opening a new uh r d center in silicon valley um which is another announcement so that they're, they're really trying to you know get the bona fides the technology bona fides and 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 play into what's really happening in Silicon Valley at kind of that leading edge of technology. So yeah, that was exactly what, what they were trying to imply with the edge. Um, Very cool. Edge. Very cool. And yeah, I saw that um, with the, the, the Google partnership and the Apple partnership. And I know prior to recording, we were talking a little bit about that. And it sounded like there wasn't a whole lot of detail, but you made a good point. So why don't you reiterate what you said to me when you were talking about it initially? Yeah, I think I think for the the audience there, thirty four hundred audiologists, they're they're not they're not following everything happening in Silicon Valley every day, but they, you know, uh, everybody wants to know how how is my technology, my hearing aid supplier, you know, dealing with these trends, whether it be Facebook, social media, technology trends, networking trends, the cloud. Uh, seeing big names come in from Silicon Valley and say we are working with this company on your behalf and you can't wait just until you see some of the great things coming out, even yeah. though we're not going to talk about them right now, mm -hmm. but Apple, they have the, the uh, made for iPhone halo, I think was the second one out that was made for iPhone. That was Starkey's uh, product. And, uh, and now they're, they're talking to Google about, you know, uh, all kinds of, of things. And, you know, obviously with Android and with uh, some of the Google, uh, Google translate, some of the, you know, some of their, mm -hmm. uh, some of their technologies, there's just all kinds of uh, things you want to do in a partnership. So even just to have them say, yes, we're working together. Right. And we have a new R and D uh, uh, facility in Silicon Valley. It reassures the people who actually have to sell and fit fit and sell the hearing aids that yeah I'm I've got a product here that's 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 on the cutting edge that's that's the message and it was it was a very very effective actually yeah that and the message uh, that we're not coming to compete against you you know that we're looking to support you we're we see these offerings you know Apple being the king of the consumer in the ear device space with AirPods. Um, you know, I know that there's some fear that, you know, what happens if they just come along and AirPods suddenly have a hearing aid mode or something like that, or, or in some capacity, Apple gets into the space of, um, you know, trying to compete, uh, trying to create some type of competitive offering to a hearing aid. And 
personally, I don't, I don't think that's realistic. I think that the market isn't not nearly big enough. I think that they tend to only really focus on um, mass market uh, products. But I think that having them there and the notion that they're partnering together, I think does give a lot of assurance to the providers that look at this as like, you know, this is a really cool, savvy offering. And to have, you know, sort of the endorsements and the partnerships from companies as prestigious and well-renowned as Apple and Google, um, I think it, it just really does, uh, it speaks highly of the way that these devices are perceived, you know, amongst the tech elite, if you will. Yeah, and it's funny, we're talking about all the time about the high-end uh, hearing aids mm -hmm. and how that market is going to bifurcate, basically. You'll have, you know, superpower hearing aids <laughs> at reasonable costs uh, with a lot of capabilities that hearables uh, won't initially be able to replicate. So you'll have a have an entry-level OTC hearing aids, hearables, et cetera. Uh, and, you know, you can expect to see Apple continue to put more you know, good stuff into the AirPods um, yep. and uh, noise cancellation, other things. But uh, it's going to take a long, long while for a consumer company to replicate the very, very high end stuff mm -hmm. that the that the big five are delivering. So uh, don't know how big the low end market's going to be. It could be freaking enormous. Yeah. <laughs> but but it doesn't mean that the high end market's going to go away and it's going to be hard for uh, any of the consumer electronics manufacturers soon, you know, soon to uh, replicate those high end uh, yeah. capabilities. It's just too tough to get all that technology into such a small, small package. And uh, For sure. that, so, you know, the, uh, one, one thing that uh, Bomek came out to talk about with the, the future, uh, they're working on silicon, they're working on a new chipset. Yep which, and he said there could be certain uh, features and whatnot, you know, even, you know, even this, in this coming year, resulting from all that R&D. But with the next generation of products, you're going to see, uh, you know, uh, you know, a step in a huge increase in processing power, mm -hmm. which they're going to put into things like, you know, integrating sensors and sensor-based information and For sure. everything we were talking about before. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, no, I totally agree, and uh, I have to say, I think the uh, the Achin hire was <laughs> it was a really well um, executed hire. I mean, it's it's a breath of fresh air to have um, you know within any of the companies to have somebody that has the background that he has um, in the perceptual AI group that he was with. Um, I mean, he is really a, an incredibly knowledgeable person when it comes to. Um, AI in general, and to have somebody like that, I think really pushing the envelope uh, within the hearing aid industry um, is it's a really cool thing because I talk about this a lot, you know, as particularly particularly when I'm not in and around the audiology industry, is that the hearing aid really is in a lot of ways the most sophisticated wearable out there, um, right. and you know, therefore it fetches usually the largest price, but. Um, in so many different ways, it, it really does represent, I think, the future of wearable computing. And I think it's cool that you have, uh, you now have some really innovative leaders um, in these companies that are, are uh, moving the ball forward. So I just thought that was a great hire. 
Um, so as we wrap up here, what about the speakers? There was an incredible set of speakers from Colin Powell to Gary Vaynerchuk to <laughs> Matthew McConaughey to, you know, there was like 10 different people. Um, tell me a little bit about some of the people yeah, that really stood out to you. I think that's one of Starkey's strengths is getting together, putting sure. on a good show like that. Oh, my goodness. Um, day one was really about, you know, products, technology. Day two was about uh, how you deliver, you know, uh, marketing, the digital patient. Day three was about the purpose. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, day three was great with uh, Colin Powell and Matthew McConaughey and, you know, people who've done a lot a lot for the world. And uh, Tim, uh, Tim Shriver, who's uh, the uh, chairman of the Special Olympics, was incredibly uh, moving uh, because his, his whole pitch was, you know, we've eliminated, we, we, every time we have a Special Olympics event, you reduce or eliminate the loneliness, the uh, isolation that uh, these, these kids, these people experience. And that's exactly what uh, that's exactly what the hearing professionals totally. do. And in, and in fact, he uh, said they do now medical screenings for uh, attendees, for, for participants. Uh, th three out of 10 who go through medical screening have, have hearing loss issues mm. that have not been, not been looked at. So it, it, it's, again, tying hearing into this, this overall health. The, uh, so that, that, you know, that, that was great. And then the, uh, 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 the other speakers were were terrific too. It's just yeah. and it, and you know ended, ending up with a uh, get, kept everybody there through the you know Bon Jovi was the uh, <laughs> he was the closer headliner for the last night of the yeah. party. So uh, uh, Brandon Sawalich is a terrific uh, a terrific impresario when it comes to putting on <laughs> an event like that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's it, it it was it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, but I think at a time when the professionals in the audience are coming with so much anxiety about OTC hearing aids and about competition and about the changes in their practice and having yeah. to adopt new technologies like remote care and, you know, all these things that, you know, just weren't part of the playbook if you went to uh, school 10 years ago. Um, it's, it's, there's a lot of anxiety out there in, a, in an event like this you know, turns that anxiety into positive energy. And totally. uh, so that was, that was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of yeah. fun. You know, you, you kind of leave that saying, okay, I, I kind of see where, where this could all go. And yeah. uh, you get excited for everything that's coming at the low end. It doesn't blunt my enthusiasm for the hearables, the wearables, the center-based <laughs> stuff, but learning how that's going to uh, come down into the uh, consumer space by seeing what the research being done for $6,000 products mm -hmm. uh, is, is pretty exciting. You know? yeah. So I, th I, think the, I think the hearing aid companies are gonna continue to lead the way on that innovation. And then those will spill down to more consumer products over time. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I actually, you know, I had um, Anna Pugh on the episode that I released today. And um, you know, we had a long conversation about uh, just sort of like the the evolution of the uh, audiology industry and the hearing care profession. And, you know, I think one of the most, uh, one of the takeaways that I've had consistently now between her, with Jeff Cooling, with a number of people that I've talked to is that, you know, these new offerings in and of themselves are becoming more complex. There's more options and saturation in the market. In essence, everything is becoming more complex. There's just a new 
layer of complexity. And I think that the byproduct of that is that when the market becomes more complex, there's a higher demand for expertise and knowledgeable assistance. And I think that in a way, all of this technology and in OTC and really everything that's happening right now um, can really actually stand to benefit the, uh, the provider because it furthers their differentiating asset, which is their education and their expertise. And I think that for those that, that stay abreast with all that is happening here and they understand that you know, a device like Livio AI, it might not necessarily be a one size fits all. I'm going to fit every single person that comes in here. But if I have a, if I have a patient that these type of healthable, you know, features, they would resonate with them. Um, or I have, you know, somebody that um, would be a really good fit for, you know, like Phonak um, with the sword chip and having that connect directly to the Roger system, you know, that's a really good patient. But I think like having just a really solid understanding of all of this new technology, what everything already does already having your traditional education and expertise, but kind of augmenting that with all of this new stuff, I can tell you for sure the online hearing aids that are going to be out there, the big box hearing aids, the ones that you can buy at Walgreens, all those different things they're not going to be going and jumping through hoops to help really navigate you through this and, and, and match you to the right solution for you. And I think that that's really going to be where you can succeed is by being extremely well-versed in everything that exists today and being able to just like on a one-on-one basis, match people to what's best for them. Yeah. And that's uh, that, that a final comment on that is, is exactly what I was thinking that like with the thrive care app, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're not going to go to Best Buy and have them say, here's how you can get a, a remote caregiver into into your into the system. To, exactly. You know, that's a whole systemic health related thing that's huge that all of a sudden audiologists can can jump right in and they've got exactly the relevant experience to make a huge difference in these patients' lives. So it, all of a sudden it becomes I'm, I'm visiting the doctor because. We, we have some medical issues that we we're going to take care of our and and uh that's that's something that everybody can get get on board with and uh use their their uh applied expertise it's really for exciting. sure for sure well thank you dave very much for joining us today breaking down uh the starkey expo thank you for everybody who tuned in this week and we will chat with you next time cheers thank you Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Future Ear Radio. For more content like this, just head over to futureear.co where you can read all the articles that I've been writing these past few years on the worlds of voice technology and hearables and how the two are beginning to intersect. Thanks for tuning in and I'll chat with you next time.